Welcome to episode 8 of Culture Bubs. I'm your boy Will, Drewski, Mike, and today we got Mo. Mo here. We're going to break him down a little bit. He is from Jordan, and judging by his photos, it's a beautiful place. Yes, it is. Um, mentioning photos, he's a photo god. Follow him at EOSMO uh, to see some great photography. Shout out. Um, he is a Lugs. simp for Legos, which we're going to bust out some Legos today. Thirsty. Um, he's the leader of X26. Two-time Elden Lord, almost three-time. He's a cat dad. Um, king of car problems. Pussy dad. Shout out to Pistachio. King of car problems. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> and in his free time, you'll probably catch him having a nice glass of wine while enjoying some vinyl. Goddamn right. So, down that barefoot, baby. So that's Mo for you. Um, like I said, we have our Lego sets. We're going to talk Obi-Wan preview and build some Legos while we do it. Um, so, <laughs> so while we, uh, while we, let's just talk a little bit. So obviously Obi Wan coming out this Friday night. Um, we'll open up our sets here. I got one more time. Mo is doing uh, what you got Obi Wan's hut, correct? Or correct. technically Ben Kenobi's hut. Yeah. Um, I can't read. Old man Ben. But I'm gonna just bear with me. Yeah. I went to Kent, so I can't read. I can't write. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, 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 oh. oh my god! But uh, have you guys I'm doing before? the duel on Mustafar. Drew, what do you got? The Mandalorian Luke Skywalker scene. Okay. Shit. And <laughs> duel on Mandalore. So there's all of our sets. Um. We're gonna have some fun though. Sorry about the, the noise with opening the sets, but this is. You probably should have opened it before. Well, the thing is though, you want to keep the the bags. You want to keep the bags organized. Okay, like open up. Let's open the box so it's not too loud. But the bags are ten <laughs> the times bags louder. Are ten <laughs> times <laughs> they're numbered for a reason. All right, we gotta make sure. Yeah, you gotta oh, wait, the bags yeah. are numbered oh, for a reason. Shit. So, but, oh my god, why is not numbered? Well, because that means you only have one bag. Uh, oh yeah, because you, so you got a tiny little, little set. You got a little kid set, but. Uh, but yeah, so all building Star Wars themed Legos here. I'm just gonna have fun talk Obi Wan. So Obi Wan coming out Friday night. Um, obviously this is a key part in the Obi Wan saga as far as the character of Obi Wan Kenobi. Um, the, the the timeline of his saga goes: Episode One, Phantom Menace; Episode Two, Attack of Clones, which take place in 32 BBY and 22 BBY. Uh, the Clone Wars take. Take t- oh my gosh! <laughs> that was true, buddy. Yeah, the Clone Wars take place twenty-two to nineteen BBY, and then Revenge of the Sith, my favorite one, takes place nineteen BBY, and then this will take place ten years after um, Revenge of the Sith in nine BBY. Um, let's talk a little bit about the prequels, though, while we build. Um, so we'll, we'll talk first. Phantom Menace released May nineteenth, nineteen ninety-nine. So a month after I was born. Um, Ewan McGregor, Liam Neeson, Natalie Portman, Jake Lloyd, the list goes on and on. Great cast. Um, not very well received. 51% of Rotten Tomatoes, 6.5 on IMDb. Um, Mo, we'll start with you. Your thoughts on just The Phantom Menace overall. So, Mainly, like, your thoughts on Obi-Wan, too, because that's, that's the, the topic of discussion <laughs> is, like, him himself. So, overall, episode one, when I was younger and I first got into Star Wars, I really kind of liked it a lot, mostly because Liam Neeson's character, Qui-Gon Jinn, he was one of my absolute favorites. When I first got into Star Wars, I, after seeing that episode, immediately bid on a Lego set that included him, Maul, and uh, Padawan Kenobi as well. Yeah. Which, since we're talking on that, I might as well just do this now. I brought a little gift for the set of Cultured Bubs I mentioned No way! Is said Kenobi minifigure. Yes! Oh, that is from that original nice. set from 99, so... That's awesome. That's that awesome. will put that's it there. Tough. And that's why I picked this set in particular, because it's the first time we see him in film, and this is the first time we see Padawan Kenobi. Yeah. So, thought of that, but... Overall, I really did like episode one. I know it isn't like well received, but in like entertainment's sake, I really did enjoy it. Yeah. Especially Liam Neeson. He did real well in that part where it was able for me to still consider him one of my favorite of Jedi. Yeah. And just that last like fight scene. Still really good, except if they wanted to, you know, 
redo it a little bit or come out with a remaster of it where that final jump that he gets over Darth Maul could mm-hmm. be a little better than looks like, all right, we just put the harness on him, now yank the shit out of him up. <laughs> I, that would be greatly appreciated, but mostly what saved that movie for me was the other cast. And for Kenobi separately in that, yeah. like I had discussed with Will a little bit ago when we talked Star Wars was... I didn't like him because he was just the whole little stuck-up, like, Padawan of, like, Qui-Gon was like, all right, we need to get uh, stuff done, so let's do it, whatever it means. And he was just like, okay, I was going to say, I'm sure. Santa. All right, but. Somebody just died. (laughs) I think so, but it's fine. We have Legos. So, why I didn't like him was because he was always just, he was always, he was always just, like, stuck up like during the movie he was just like Master Klingon we can't do this uh, we can't take this little kid from this planet right. uh, we can't do this and that like just crying all the time he was just like relax yeah. it's gonna be fine like I mean, buddy yeah. I'm the captain yeah, you do like, what I say like, I'm sorry what are the roles here but that's why I didn't really like him and then look what happened it, his master got pierced for it because oh. he wanted to cry all the time I yeah, mean rest in peace Really Qui Gon was one of my favorite characters. Yeah. I, I I love yeah. Qui Gon, um, and we'll get into more like obviously the Obi Wan series um, and what we think might happen. But I'm hoping to see Force Ghost. Um, but Drew, your thoughts on Phantom Menace? Gotta be honest, Phantom Menace is a mid movie with some really good scenes. Uh, the fight between Maul and Obi Wan and Qui Gon is. Top tier. Yeah. It's probably top three. Okay. Not three, but two. <laughs> uh, yeah, Obi-Wan I didn't really like in the first one. We see, like, the Padawan side to Obi-Wan. Yeah. That, which is, like, which cool, we like, see developing the character. Episode like, two, you know. Grows more and more yeah. as a Jedi. Yeah, for sure. Michael. Okay. Yeah, um... I thought the first movie was really good. I think the best part about it was the characters. Because obviously, like, the story progression is what's hated on the most. Darth Maul's sick. Oh, wait. Darth Maul, what are you, what are you, what are you doing, bro? Oh, my what God. Are, get off I'm going to just let them By be. any means. <laughs> Moving on. Michael's done with episode one. Um, for me... <laughs> I really like Darth Maul's character a lot too. Um, See you in court, buddy. Yeah, I, <laughs> we're done. Um, but no, Darth Maul uh, definitely one of my favorite parts of the movie. Um, but uh, like you guys said, Obi Wan's character—he's just developing, so you can't really hate on him that much because right. he redeems himself down the road. But uh, definitely. One of my least favorite, as far as the it was definitely original like, trilogy and the prequels, like those six. Yeah, it's, it's probably six for me, honestly. But I, I that's that's not like hating on it because I still like it a lot. Right, I still give it like a seven out of ten. But um, yeah, it's just not my favorite also, for sure. Liam Neeson. Got I wish yeah. I wish he got more. I love but, Liam but obviously, it led to Obi Wan taking that next step. Um, so that takes us to Attack of the Clones, released May 16th, 2002. Um, we see basically the same cast. Um, Christopher Lee as Count Dooku's the big addition. Um, best villain. Are, are we villain. really forgetting well, Hayden Jar Jar Christ- Binks? Hayden Christensen. We're forgetting the goat? He's oh the key gosh. to everything. <laughs> I was just going to say that. <laughs> Matt Bass is playing Jar Jar Binks. Um, Hayden Christensen obviously taking over the Anakin role now that he's grown um, is the big addition as far as cast goes. Guys, 65%, so a little better, and a 6.6 on IMDb. Um, so still not super well-received, considered fresh, but um, I'll start with you again. Your thoughts on Attack of the Clones? So overall, Attack of the Clones, like even though I know people think that Phantom Menace is a bit of the weaker one in like the prequels, I honestly feel like it was a bit weaker, especially just because like we just mostly follow like this very odd relationship and development of like Anakin from like how he's dealing with being far away from his mom, Tatooine, and like dealing with being a Jedi as well, and also his oh, developing yeah. love interest with Padme as well. Yeah. And Simping up in it, this movie. I mean, absolutely. He's just like, oh, go protect her. Hey, the kid shot a shot, and they're just, shot like, and and they're just running, it. just running in this field, and then they just like 
oh, trip on like a rock, eat absolute shit. And they're just like, oh, we can talk about our lives here now that we've like, my shin's destroyed, but that's fine. What are your interests? What's your favorite movie? Like they're doing stuff like that in this field while Obi-Wan is out there like actually doing like some Jedi shit. Yeah, he's actually like, that's why now like after like getting a moment to think about it, I completely like just remembered that what I really loved about him in that movie compared to like the rest of it was how he was able to like just track down like Jango Fenn and just realizing like coming to the conclusion of like the clones and everything. Mm Mm-hmm. That was honestly one of my favorite parts was that he's just, like, going rogue, like, on his own doing this research and stuff like that. Like, he goes to the diner to find, like, some information. Then he goes there. He fights Django Fett for a little bit on that platform. Yeah. And later on... Which is a cool scene. mm Mm-hmm. Then just later on in, like, the final battle and stuff like that, I really can't remember too much of, like, him taking part in it. I don't know if it's just me or anything, but... Obi-Wan... In, like, the final, like, battle, like, the Coliseum, like, fight that they had. Like, Geonosis. <clears throat> yeah. And oh. where Count Dooku escapes, it's mainly Yoda and Count Dooku because Obi-Wan and Anakin get waxed right off the rip. Waxed. Like, <laughs> see, that's why. No, Anakin! <laughs> yeah, Anakin got ahead of himself, and that's a big reason why as well. He got two-piece real quick. Yeah. Left with two fingers. Messing with the wrong guy. Dude. You guys are building quick. Or, or Lego warts. I see that. Kind of Lego wart, wart. But, uh... Wart. Michael, I'll go to you. Attack the clones. That's honestly one of the movies, because when I was younger, that was one of the first movies I saw. Like, yeah. I saw... I think I saw that one before I saw any of the original ones. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, it has some nostalgic value to it. Yeah. Obviously, you guys sure. already talked about not that well-received, but... That Coliseum scene. Genesis, sick. yeah. That was so good. But Padme's the, the big reason she she's the goat in that situation. Which that scene is where my huge crush on Natalie Portman and Dooku took off for sure. The Dooku fight was sweet, obviously. Oh yeah, seeing Yoda go crazy with the lightsabers. Yeah. Super cool. But I Attack of the Clones, I, I like it more than uh Phantom Menace. It's still not one of my favorites, so but uh I mean, it's a key part of the story, you know. Right. Especially to the build-up of the original trilogy. Um, Drew, what did you think of Attack of the Clones? Attack of the Clones is also a mid-movie, in my opinion. Um, definitely some good moments. Like, we finally get to see the clones. Yeah. Obi-Wan becoming the master now. Taking Anakin under his wing. Mm-hmm. Uh, finding out Anakin doesn't like sand. I mean, Sans the worst name ever to Anakin. Yeah. And that's uh, that's one of the big steps in Anakin's turn, honestly. Yeah. Seeing like Anakin go crazy on the Tuscan Raiders. Yeah. That was cool to see like a Vader tease. Yeah. Seeing Yoda fight for the first time was also tough. I like Count Dooku. He's one of my favorite, like Sith. He's definitely my favorite. Yeah. He's your favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's he's he's tough. <laughs> Just the uh, Seeing like a Jedi turn into a Sith for yeah. the first time was cool. For sure. Um, like I said, not like one of my favorites by any means, but still an integral part in the yeah. story. Um, and I like the 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 relationship. I, I think Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor were so good together. Oh, and dude. That's one of the main things I'm excited for for the new Obi-Wan series is seeing them back together. Although, I don't know how often they'll be together, obviously, but just seeing them both on the same screen. See, that's what I was going to build into is I feel like we won't see them like in the present time that the show takes place together very often, but if they go back and do any flashbacks or if they want to bring in any oh, clone, if they do clone flashbacks. wars, if they do clone wars flashbacks, then we're going to get live action like makes of those suits and of those scenes and yeah. that's what I'm really hoping for. Yeah, that would be cuz cool. that some people already like did like mock trait like teases and like mm-hmm. their own designs of it and I really hope they do that because that would be insane yeah for I'd, sure I'd love to see that so that takes us to uh, the third and final of the prequels we have it up here on in the studio episode 3 Revenge of the Sith this is my favorite of the six I know the goat I, I, I just everything about it it's a Star Wars movie that I could watch on repeat over and over um, 
But, I did once. No, I'll start with you again. Uh, Revenge of the Sith, your thoughts? Like, Just almost kind of like exact... Well, yeah. Almost kind of like what you were, <laughs> almost kind of what you were going into. It is my absolute favorite Star Wars movie. It's the one I remember seeing trailers for, in, like on TV and stuff like that. Yeah. And one that I legitimately spent my fifth grade Christmas break watching on repeat, renting it constantly. And then because <laughs> family like, video, baby. That's right. Family video in alliance came through every time with it even though i would like rest in peace even though i would ruin the disc to like absolute shit yes they would just be like get this kid a new one like he's just gonna keep my poor dad always had to pay those fees (laughs) (laughs) sorry dad just like we need to resurface this because your son's watched it too many times i'm pretty sure i still have a video game from them that i never returned but i outlasted them so (laughs) you're not wrong so they'll never they'll never come for it that's cool but and I remember getting Darth Vader's like Tie Fighter as a Lego set. Watching that, it's one I can constantly repeat. The pacing, development, and just the cinematography and everything is so good. Yeah, like yes. in it. That's why it's my absolute favorite. And then seeing like Jedi that... don't speak in absolutes. Mm-hmm. And then just seeing, like <laughs> chills. Just I've that watched in... that before a football game to hit fire. <laughs> Just seeing, like, the conclusion of, like, all that, like, building up we've done in the, like, first two episodes was, like, fantastic to see, and that's why I'm super excited to see them kind of, like, pick up on it, because it feels like, just from the trailer, it's still carrying that, like, energy a bit. Yeah. Especially yeah. with, uh, especially with Darth Vader's character, for sure, that, that raw, like, power and, like, anger that he felt, like, when he was finally assembled. And they said this is OP Vader. Exactly, so... I'm I'm so excited to see OP Vader. Like, we... I could just keep talking on about that constantly, but... I mean, I just want to wait and see what you guys thought of the song, and then just add on to that before I keep blabbering on about (laughs) it. I think just Revenge of the Sith is one of those Star Wars movies where they just did everything right as well. Yeah. Like, the transitions were good. The story was, like you said, the timing, the flow, it was all perfect. Um, The build-up, the relationship that literally between Anakin and Palpatine that built up through that entire movie, I just, I think everything played out how it should have. And, like, setting up from, like, the famous, like... Yeah. Him, like, watching over Anakin. Like, he knew, like, I have to get my hands on the Chosen One. Yeah. But that was just cool to see him, like, persuade Anakin from being that great Jedi Knight. Yeah. To falling. Telling the story of Plagueis and everything. Right. Um, but, Drew, we'll keep with you. Your overall thoughts, like, what you like, disliked. I know there's not a lot of dislikes. So my else. favorite, for sure, is, like, there's so many, like, duels. Like, it's just everything you want in a Star Wars movie. Like... Anakin, Obi-Wan versus Count Dooku, then Obi-Wan versus Grievous. That was a cool fight as well. Mace Windu versus Sidious, then Yoda versus Sidious, and Anakin versus Obi-Wan. Like, just nonstop action. In my opinion, the one, the the scene I'm building, probably my favorite scene in Star Wars. It's definitely mine, too. Yeah. But this is up there for me, too, if you've seen Mandalorian. Yeah. Like, uh, me and Jack, my little brother, we were watching it, and we were, like, jumping up and down when the scene came on. Yeah. It was so sick. But, uh, Michael, your thoughts on Revenge of the Sith? Like the last, like the last episode, whenever I'm last, I feel like you guys just hit everything. (laughs) It's like, I was gonna say I agree with you guys, and it's my favorite, too, and all the points you guys made were right. Love the Grievous fight. Just the way he spins the the lightsabers is sick. And then what was that that thing that Obi Wan rode? That like oh creature. The, the beast. That's one of that my I can't sweet. think of the name of it, but that's one of my favorite. I used to have a Lego stuff. set of that of yeah. that yeah. exact beast that he rode on. But um, yeah. And then that iconic final fight between Obi Wan and Anakin. Yeah. It's just dual and Definitely the best one. Which, oh, and I saw it. I and saw you it, can see Darth Vader obviously assembled, which is awesome. I saw it in theaters with Joey and Chris Maraza. Shout, shout out Chris. First shout time. out Joseph. Shout out Pizza <laughs> Boss. Shout <laughs> out Joey. Brosif. Brosif. Sloppy Jabrosif. But like the, uh, this was the first movie that obviously came out where we were like all of the age to where we could comprehend what was going on. Everything came out prior to that. Yeah. Uh, we obviously watched years after they came out. But um. I feel like I'm taking a really long time. The, uh, 
Like, like we I think said, I messed it, up already. <laughs> it's 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 a it's a task. Like multitask I'm, is with Legos isn't easy. I'm missing a piece, but uh, I'm making do. <laughs> but uh, actually, like what Michael said kind of brings like something that I would bring back as a dislike. I the Grievous fight was great, but just and I know I like get some backlash for it, but the end to that fight I feel like was weak for how much of a yeah. build up it was just the shot you're really telling me the fact that like he just like was able to rip his like rib cage like open and then like get that shot up that's how we're gonna end to a character like that especially like how iconic and everything it is totally and how they start that. out the fight like that's what kind of is a dislike that I have for that is yeah. just the rib cage and then also in the Count Dooku fight the loyalty that man had to Palpatine because Facts. he is literally on there being about to be beheaded because and he could have just plan. that's what everybody like I see that like I see posts about it on Twitter they're just like oh I would have ratted him out right oh, yeah, there for sure. but for instead sure. yeah. he's just sitting there like about to be beheaded and he's looking at him like as if he's gonna step in and save him he's like oh right. uh, can you please save me like no he's not gonna he's gonna blow his cover if he saves you so off with your head. Yeah. But uh, also another point, the just the overall ending, like how it built everything in the New Hope. So like seeing Darth Vader come to life and seeing the twins born and like how they parted ways and what you know. And obviously now it's ten years later. We're gonna see ten year old Luke most likely in the series. We did um, in the trailer. Yeah. 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 But like playing a big part is what I mean. Oh yeah. Um. So. That will, we'll just go into now, uh, Obi-Wan. So, coming out this Friday, May 27th, episodes one and two, and then it will be Wednesday releases for the four weeks after. Directed by Deborah Chow, cast Ewan McGregor, Hayden Christensen, Rupert Friend, Moses Ingram, Joel Edgerton reprising his role as Owen. Um, Mo, I'll start with you. How excited are, are you for Obi-Wan? Uh, thoughts on what you've seen or heard? Expectations? So, overall, like, how like, my anticipation, like, for it yeah. is I think, like, it's probably going to be the best out of the Star Wars series just because it's been such a long-awaited, like, series. Like, Star Wars fans have been wanting a series that has covered, like, Obi-Wan's time between Episode 3 to Episode 4. Right. What has happened in that time. And we kind of got a small bit and peak of it, some like, here and there in, like, Rebels and stuff like that. But yeah. not enough to, like be fully satisfying mm-hmm. like not at all like if if anything they've been really like teases for it right yeah so my anticipation like is very high for this and especially with like the writing and the material they have and also just how they can film it like how with mandalorian season one they used a new revolutionary like screen like filming like a whole screened environment instead yeah. of actually like making like big props and stuff like that and just how like incredible it can look yeah that's another standard like i have for it my thoughts and everything that i've heard i've just mostly heard everybody has like <laughs> this you just drop a piece yeah, yeah. Oh. i'm not gonna lie i might have to restart <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> But my thoughts and what I've heard is just kind of everybody else the same is that they're really hoping that it's going to be like really good and that they hope they pull it off and they definitely have the like source material to do it. So there's like no excuse as to why it should be like poorly written. Yeah, seeing the trailer, it looks like it's going to be great. Like a lot of action and also just like conflicting like problems he'll have with Owen as well Yeah. while trying to deal with like protecting like Luke because I feel like that's what mostly I mean that's probably like the premise of the show is protecting like Luke and also just like trying to stay in hiding as well from like Darth Vader yeah for sure Uh, what I kind of hope they will do which I did mention that earlier I hope they do include some Clone Wars pieces as well as uh, parts from the standalone Obi-Wan game from the original Xbox, mm-hmm. because that game was actually like pretty solid. So I hope they include some stuff in there. Okay. And I mean, yeah, those are my thoughts and expectations. And I'm just really hoping it turns out well because they've they've been doing really great with all these series. I think only one that really fell was Visions, just because they tried to do too much with that. Finish the first st- bag. That piece didn't matter. We're good. <laughs> but if they, <laughs> but if they stay consistent as they did with the other like live action shows then it, it'll probably be in the top spot for the Star Wars series okay 
Michael, I'll go to you since you called me out for having to go last. I may have been in focus mode. What was the question again? Please, <laughs> just, like, just like anticipation level, thoughts on what you've seen or heard, and expectations. You do this every week. <laughs> no, I don't. Um, expectations. I mean, I'm just excited to see where they take it from. Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. Like... I just, like Drew was saying, I want to see what Big Bad Vader is all about, you know? Yeah. It's peak form. Yeah. Probably be crazy. And then, that's that's really it. I haven't done much research on Obi-Wan. Just trying to stay. Yeah, just trying to stay. Away from. Unspoiled, yes. Yeah. Drewby. Very excited for this. I'm a big Star Wars fan. Always has been. Uh... Dude, this is so hard. Also, I have to restart. I'm <laughs> back on step five. Jeez. I didn't even yeah. notice you taking everything apart. Well, dude, I miscalculated. I missed a piece. It. I missed a piece. I probably It's a whole mess but right like, here. I told you, dude. I you don't can't read. read it to survive. I can't read. It's that, um, that Duke education, you know what I'm saying? School held up by Elmer's glue. (laughs) I'm just like, I hope it's not like a book of Boba Fett because that show disappointed me. Hopefully, it's like a Mando. I mean, Obi Wan's also like a character that's like hard to mess up too. He's a fan favorite. We finally get to see like Hayden get the recognition he should have. Yeah. From the movies, it's almost like an Andrew Garfield like situation. That got hated on, and like people had to grow up. Yeah. That type of story. Appreciate it. Yeah, my love's <laughs> amazing Spider Man. But uh, it's hard multitasking. It really is. <laughs> Plus, it's hot in this is, room. This too. is more of like a. This is probably more of like a test episode. Like, if we're ever gonna do this again, like, I, I'm struggling. It's, I'm not gonna lie. It's, I'm struggling big time, dude. Yeah, it's I'm not like borderline sweating right now. I am totally <laughs> focus, focus so hard you're sweating. Um, as for me, um, I'm excited but worried. Because I think this, I think this has an, an opportunity to be a bust of a series. I think th- this is a type of series where if they get so too much, much if they get too much into the fan service, that it could be really bad. I wonder what else they did a lot of fan service. I don't even think that Doctor Strange did as much fan service as everybody expected it to do, though. Like, but my thing with like this is, I don't know. I I'm excited. Don't get me wrong. But I think there's, if not done right, because we have most of the Obi Wan saga. Like, right. So this is this is a very fine time in between. You know, the end of the Clone Wars and, uh, obviously, New Hope. But, um, I don't know. I'm just hoping they do it right. And we're going to we're gonna talk about some questions, like we did in the Stranger Things episode. We're going to talk about some questions um, that are, like, big as far as, like, Star Wars fans want answered or what, like, their takes on them are. Um, and I guess that's where we can kind of tell more but uh the first question is that's why i did wrong which mo mentioned a little bit is how will obi-wan and owen's relationship play out so i'll let you start with that obviously we see in the trailer there's a little bit of beef um but at the end of revenge of the sith they just take luke without saying anything so yeah your thoughts on that i really feel like there's just going to be constant conflict between them and what to do with him because Mm -hmm. In the trailer, Obi-Wan mentions that, like, he's at the age now where, like, I don't need to linger around and, like, watch an eye on him. Like, he needs to learn how to fend for himself, and especially if he's ever going to leave you guys. Right. And Owen's like, well, he doesn't need to live that lifestyle. It's like, sad reality of it is he doesn't have a choice. Is that his dad, who is literally one of the strongest beings in the universe, is going to come down and look for him, and he needs to, like fend for himself or he's gonna send one of his like disciples to like come get him so, yeah exactly so he's like he's gonna need to learn eventually how to do that like i'm not gonna be here all right. the time and with owen just constantly saying like no he doesn't need it it's not gonna happen and obi-wan like actually like dealing with it and like letting him know like i've been guarding i've been watching this boy 
Like, the threat's there. Yeah. You need to let go of him just being a child and, like, an innocent child at that. Like, there's, sadly, when he was born, there was ties to it bound to him that he had no control in. He was just born with these, and that's how he has to live. Yeah. So, I feel like their relationship is going to be really rough, but that they're going to come to terms on something later on down the road that, like, Owen will probably realize, like, from Obi-Wan's standpoint, and Obi-Wan, of course, being the most reasonable person in the series, will come to understand where Owen's coming from in protecting Luke. Yeah. I'm in the the same boat as you as I think it will be a fun up-and-down relationship. It'll go back and forth, and I think they'll come to an agreement towards the end. Drew, your thoughts on what we might see from Obi-Wan and Owen as a relationship? So, definitely at the start. I don't think Owen's going to be down for it. Like, stay away. He doesn't need this. Yeah. He don't need it in their Anakin situation. But I think, like, later on, like, the Inquisitors are going to start appearing, like, looking. Like, I don't know, this kid, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he's going to be like, all right, I'll allow you to, like, be in the boy's life here yeah. and there. Yeah. Just not, like, full training, because, like, yeah. in the New Hope, he knows of Ben Kenobi. He doesn't know of Obi-Wan. Yeah. So that's my thought. Yeah. On it. Yeah, that brings up the point where I was like, are we going to see like any little bit of like that at all? Like, are we're we actually going to... From... S- or yeah, are we going to see like some training into that? Or are right. we just going to like end the series on them coming to terms and then him beginning it? Right. Yeah. Michael, you have me take on <laughs> Ben and... Or Ben. Obi-Wan and Owen's relationship. Ben. Um, <laughs> don't hate who's Owen? <laughs> You're joking, right? <laughs> He's the uncle. The Luke's uncle of Luke. Who watches him. He oh, like yeah, he takes oh, it. He's just oh, like Oh, I just didn't He's been away goes. Like at yeah, at the end where he like he's just like yeah, this kid's in danger. You wanna you want a free kid? Like no adoption fees, <laughs> like, tax exempt, just take him. Just what are my sure. predictions for their relationship, you said? Yeah. Uh, ooh, it spins. <laughs> I dropped another piece. I'm hoping it doesn't play an impact. Probably does. <laughs> That's a good question. Well, they usually on the smaller pieces give you a little extra. But I'm just going to agree with Drew. Thank you, Dan. <laughs> I don't even feel like Michael knows what Drew said. <laughs> I think you said, didn't you say something about he's gonna let him be in his life you, but like yeah. like let him train with him a little bit but like see not I don't know if they're gonna train I just think he's gonna allow like he'll be one to like check in every once in a while yeah. like yeah. Or play look like, over play like the uncle yeah like Uncle Ben oh just Ben Spider-Man I, reference I think that's how it is because great power like, great responsibility right how they were talking about it he was just like old man Ben like over, yeah. like over there, he's crazy. I wonder if he means Ben. Like he's yeah. crazy. Like that's where I think the most involvement will be. Is like, all right, you can be in the kid's life, but no, no Jedi nonsense. Right. Like, yeah. None of that. Like in this he, like he just knows you as Ben that lives over there. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Ben that lives across the way. But no, uh, that takes us to the next question. Will Obi Wan have an interaction with the Tusken Raiders? Um, I'll start with our guest again, Mo. What do you think on this one? Do you, well, to kind of counter, do you think we'll be, like, having any sort of interaction with them due to uh, Anakin's actions previously? Is that why? That's, or just in just general? Just in general. I, I know that one thing that a lot of people are thinking with this um, from reading is if they're probably going to try to go as hard as they can with duels, wielding lightsabers and everything like that, um, but obviously Obi-Wan isn't, has nothing against the Tusken Raiders like Anakin did in yeah. the death of his mother. Um, just in general. I feel like there will be some interactions, but it won't play a major part in it at all. Like, it won't be, like, its own episode or it won't take a huge chunk that there will be, like, small bits here and there or you can, like, see them as background, like, on, like, Tatooine and stuff like that. But yeah. nothing that will, like, consume a lot of screen time. Okay. Michael? You think Obi Wan will have a interaction with the Tusken Raiders? I could see it. Yeah. Yeah, I could see it. 
I think it's going to happen. I mean, I, it's almost inevitable when the setting is Tatooine that you don't have and those are some, some of, sort of interaction. Those are an iconic group of aliens, would you call them? I'm guessing. I mean, Star I, I, Wars technically characters. everybody's yeah, characters. Technically like everybody's Tusk- aliens, but yeah. Yeah. Right. but like I feel like everybody knows who the Tusken Raiders are and if I wouldn't be surprised if they made an appearance and he interacts with them. Yeah, especially you know? on Tatooine, Drew. Yeah. So I think it'll be like maybe a small thing or like Ben lives by them. Because in the New Hope, he was like close when Luke got attacked by him. Yeah. Remember that? So yeah. maybe he lives out there. Yeah. Like he's like, this is my territory now. Okay. Something like that. I think it's inevitable. I'm not really going to go deep into it. I don't, right. I don't really have any no idea how it's going to play into right. it, but when you're... The setting's Tatooine, I think, like I said, it's almost inevitable. Um, another big one that people are wondering, are we going to find out how Ben was the name that was chosen? Um, Mo, do you think we find out how Ben was chosen? I also have another question that's kind of my own. Why not change Kenobi? <laughs> Why not change Kenobi? I feel like that's still a, you know... Why Ben was chosen, probably... Uh, probably just because I feel like Ben, like, is such, uh, like, plain, like, regular name to where if they were to have addressed him by, like, Kenobi or anything like that, they, like, Owen and them may have had the fear that while Luke is out and about and talking, who knows who he'll run into, and he'll say the name Kenobi, because, I mean, in Star Wars, like, Obi-Wan is known as, like, Kenobi. Like, yeah. with Grievous, General right. Kenobi. Or yeah. Darth Maul in, like, Rebels when, like, he, like, cuts him out. He just goes, Kenobi. In Clone Wars, he's just always known as Kenobi. Well, no, I'm not saying, like, why not just Kenobi, but why didn't he change Kenobi, too? Oh, like, I, didn't I feel like still Ben Kenobi's Sorry. not a great Elias. You know what I mean? See, I... I just don't know for that. That's why yeah, I'm kind it's of weird. Hoping, yeah, you know? that, yeah. That's why, like, I'm that's hoping they like we find out more on that. Yeah. yeah, I think we definitely see the origin of like how Ben was decided, maybe. But um, I'm 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 more, I'm hoping they have an uh, like I don't know. I don't want it to be like a whole episode, obviously, but like just like oh, no, why didn't you change Kenobi? But Drew, your thoughts? I'm thinking it's just like a code name. Yeah. To, like, disguise, like, I'm not Obi-Wan, but, like, for the Jedis that are out there, reach out to your boy. Ben. Okay. That's so. what I'm thinking. Okay. Michael? I think the more we talk, the hotter it gets in here, wait. <laughs> <laughs> a quick cool down. You, you think... Your, your, voice th- getting your thoughts on the Elias. <laughs> the Elias. Refresh me. Ben Kenobi. Oh my god! See, what do you mean? What are my thoughts? Can you make Michael dirty like that? Like, do you you think think he's gonna make it? Like, find out more about how Ben came about, or why he didn't change Kenobi, or what do you want from that? Yeah, I kind of want some backstory on that. Yeah, for sure. You freaking kidding me? Did you mess up? Who wouldn't want to see? It broke. Why he didn't change him? You know? Yeah, for sure. I'm so upset. Drew. I'm done with Legos. I should stop that. Five. We got small sets too, so that's just to put into perspective the struggle is real. Um, although there's a lot of fine pieces in these Star Wars sets for sure. Because they're small, little detailed areas. Oh, oh, I, feel like, I feel like Noah and I are chugging. You snap on you. Did you call me Noah? I said, no, I feel like Moe and I are chugging okay. along. No, I didn't call you Noah. I know your name. Um, <laughs> making sure. But, Wait, what's um, his name again? So we talked We talked briefly about Qui-Gon. A lot of us agree that he's one of our favorite characters. Absolutely. Um, we're going to see a Force ghost, right? Qui-Gon oh, Force yeah. ghost. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Qui-Gon's like the first Jedi to like introduce the Force ghost. Yeah. So he teaches Yoda. He'll teach Obi-Wan. Maybe like lead Obi-Wan to his path. Yeah, becoming Ben, like what his role is into the future. Yeah, that's one. So man, I suck at Legos. One of the last big questions: we've saw we've seen the concept art of the Vader Kenobi battle. Um, Mo, are you excited for a duel between these two? And how do you think it goes? I am absolutely excited for that, and I feel like I'm gonna be honest. They did stay toe to toe. The entire time in Revenge of the Sith until that one fatal mistake, of course, by Anakin. But I feel like this one, it's going to turn into a Palpatine-Yoda fight where he's outmatched 
Especially if her fate, yeah, and I he totally has to escape. Wait, who do you where, think's outmatched? You think like Obi Wan's gonna be outmatched? Yeah, because if we're facing Vader's, Prime Vader, yeah, and that will probably lead into the where like Ben like starts to become like that hermit, like sheltered, because like the effects of that fight as well of like mm-hmm. I like I trained this kid, right, and I just now I'm seeing like. The shock that's gonna come to him because when he, then he, when he finds out that he's still alive. Yeah, probably the shock of like finding out that he's still alive, and also how is he and like what's his condition, and then probably all of that facing like seeing all that, and then it will probably like lead straight into battle after that like drastic shock. Mm-hmm. That's probably where it snaps his sanity a bit, and where he won't be able to be at his peak performance during this fight, mm-hmm. or thinking. I can still handle him. He's still this kid, but not realizing how drastic his like fighting style, his mindset has changed in those ten years. Yeah, and he has to make that desperate like last escape to leave like the fight like alive, and then thus goes like into like old man Ben, or he's just this crazy old man over there living there. Like nobody messes with him. He doesn't mess with anybody else because he's put like almost like in this just like lock after the fight so it's definitely going to be great and i'm really excited to see like what skill set what's like choreographed they're gonna do like for this fight because their fight in episode three is easily one of my favorite like yeah easily one of my favorite like choreographed like fights it's the one time where on dvds and like blu-rays i've actually gone to like the special features and watch the behind the scene of Fine. them doing yep yep of just watching them constantly like go hours and hours trying to go especially with the one scene where they're on the table and they're just like bringing the lightsabers like into these like almost like figure eights to meet in the center that is dope as fuck the fact that they actually did it and had to keep like practicing to make it line right. up perfect i finished mine is insane me too yeah because i've been talking the entire oh. time i'm almost done who wants to help me where are you at? My, my set is just so big. Like, how are you doing my finish it? <laughs> Where are you at with that, Michael? Oh, no, wait. I meant Drew. Oh, 16. You're at 16? Yeah. Step 16? There, yeah. <laughs> um, there's like... I think there's 60. I'm thinking different than you guys. I have to restart. Left. 52. I'm thinking different than you guys. I'm thinking that we see... Obviously, we'll see the duel between them. Obviously, both will come out alive, but I think we see a lot of battle damage Darth Vader here. He can take a lot more, um, obviously, because he's basically a robot at this point. Um, and I think we see <clears throat> Obi-Wan come out on top with, as far as like battle damage goes, like Darth Vader's kind of restructured again. Um, but that's just my take on it. I think we see Obi-Wan come out on top, his last hoorah before Darth Vader reaches, I think, like... You know his peak yeah. Like, level, yeah. And that's like, where we get you know new hope and so seem kind so, of put him in it like humble yeah. him almost in a sense and that's yeah. why like to stop searching for the boy as often because yeah. he just got humbled and it's like that's what I'm thinking because like, my big thing is like if he figured out uh, that Obi Wan's still alive and that there's something else out there why would he stop if he beat Obi Wan you know what I mean like yeah. and that's why I'm thinking and obviously if Obi Wan escapes because he lost. I don't think he'd go back to Tatooine. And that's why I'm starting to think like maybe well Obi-Wan comes out on top and but Darth Vader becomes a little more patient and waits his chance. That's but a, that's my take on it. It's a good yeah. take. Yeah, it definitely is, especially but I could also see him still returning to Tatooine because after he comes in contact with one of like his officer like Darth Vader's officers Instead of him waiting for the battle to come to him so they can find out where Luke is, he goes to them. Yeah, like, he's yeah. just, like, it, just to avoid the trouble of them coming, like, out here and discovering him, I'm just going to go out, expose myself into the space, and have them come to me so they have no clue of where he's at. Yeah. But, Michael, you have any excitement on the duel between Vader and Kenobi that's inevitable, and how do you think it goes? I think it's gonna be a lightsaber fight. Good call. Good um, call. <clears throat> big brain moment. I think there's gonna be maybe some force involved. <laughs> you schmuck. Uh, I just think it's gonna be like probably one of the craziest fights. We've seen. I think that especially that's... with special effects now. Like... I was gonna say the CGI in 2022 is really gonna help this out. I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. 
But I'm just hoping, again, that they do it right. This series can be the best that they've released so far if they do it right. But if they, if there's holes or something, and that was a piece that you need to bend over and get because that's a big piece. That one will yeah, matter. I know. See, I dropped one of these little orange I know. Ones. I know. <laughs> no, I'm not going to leave. I'm not going to bend down. Oh, my God. I'm falling back. Where is... It's right there. Yeah, I see it. Oh, God, it's right so under my seat. But <laughs> I, I definitely think... If done right, which I know they gave a lot of like creative opportunities to like Hayden and Ewan and every all of the the cast, so I think it could be really good. Drew, did you have anything you wanted to add? Yeah, I I agree with Mo in the sense that Vader's like going like you know like OP Vader, Obi Wan's like going barely escape. Um, what else? I just had it, dude. Like the Legos is. It's the Lego. It with your head. It's I got to close my manual. I'm I'm fully focused now. <laughs> but kind of adding on to that, yeah, like how he's just gonna demonstrate his power now, and kind of because he gave that whole rant in episode three of yeah. like you're un like you the Jedi Council, everyone all us like underestimate my strength, my ability, and everything like that. And now that like he's this overpowered being, he's gonna be like, I'm gonna wipe the floor with you. Yeah, like I feel like that's how he's. I can definitely see either way, but I just think as far as like who can handle more damage going forward, it's definitely Darth Vader, and that's why I think Obi Wan wins this one again. But that's the only this reason. This is why. what I'll say: if like if you're expecting it to be better than like Revenge of the Sith between those two, I don't think the fight's going to be like yeah, that. I feel the like special effects have the will be, but it's going to be like more like powerful in a sense. Like I feel like we're. Obi Wan's gonna have like a lot of like flashbacks of like yeah. him and Anakin like being as close as they were that like causes him to like lose his step to Vader, but Vader's like come at him strong. Yeah. Well, that's all we have as far as Obi Wan goes. Obviously, obviously, again, it comes out this Friday, um, episodes one and two, and then it will be weekly releases on Wednesdays, six episodes. That's another thing I'm worried about if they can really tell the story good enough in six episodes, but we'll see. So we have another taste test here on Culture Bubs. Um, this one was sent to us by our boy Caden. Shout out Caden. Shout out Caden and Amanda. Um, Mountain Dew Flamin' Hot. Dew with a blast of heat and citrus. Um, we've gotten told by one person their review on it. They said it tastes like Orange Fanta gone wrong. Um, so we'll crack this open. We can pause the Legos. Thank God, I'm getting frustrated. I'm already breaking a sweat, so let's see. I'm sweating. This might be refreshing. This is probably the best time to try something like this. There's the crack. Give it a sniff. Sniff it. Get a nice waft of it. It doesn't smell super hot. It just smells like Mountain Dew. It smells like smells like Fanta. This sucks. Alright. Oh, uh, uh, it does taste like Fanta. no, no, that like yeah. Fanta gone wrong. The aftertaste oh, is that aftertaste. Burn to it. It is burning no, no, a little bit. It's, it's not terrible. You have a sore but throat. It's not dog. This is your go-to right here. Oh, burn gosh. that shit. But that's dog shit. You guys have ever had like a habanero cocktail? Yeah, they're awful. That's that's what it reminds me of. A little bit. Like, what are we What are we giving it rating wise? Out of ten. Don't even ask me. I'm probably gonna. Yeah. I don't think it's hot either. Oh no, I don't care that. I'm just not yeah, that big of a fan of Mountain Dew either, though. I'm I'm gonna say like, like just. I'll just go right in the middle. I'm gonna go five, five out of ten. I'd probably go five, three, five, three, five, eight, five, eight, a three, a three. No, oh, really, I doesn't like three it. Three on the dot. Yeah, I'm going five right in the middle. It's definitely something that I will never drink again, though. Because <laughs> there's too many sodas to pick between, to where I'd be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna grab soda. myself a Mountain Dew flaming hot soda. Yeah, there's uh, no way this goes. Anyways, right here. that takes us to question of the day, Michael. What's your question for us? As Drew's on like step two of this. I'm on twenty now, okay. <laughs> <laughs> question of the day: What lightsaber color are you picking? Oh, Mo, we'll have you go first. Well, he was looking at me when he asked this. Okay, you go first. <laughs> I would probably kind of pick a different color. It's just the colors that exist in the Star Wars. Yeah, sure. <laughs> what? That he asked him this or that. He said, yeah, like, sure. Could he basically yeah. pick? Can he pick any color? Does any it have color? to be like one yeah. that's already... like? 
Does it have to be like purple, green, blue, red? That's it, right? Am I missing Whatever you guys want. Green, blue, red. So if I'm going off what's in Star Wars, I'd probably go blue if I could pick one. I think orange would be tough. Orange? Ooh, that would be, be cool. tough, yeah. That that would be kind of cool. No, now it's your turn. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so what I would choose is either just red, but if I could like have any like style of red, it would be Kylo Ren's red because that like crackling to yeah, it, that the cry where like crystal being cracked, giving it the that best part of that is, trilogy. It it's so his cool. lightsaber. But if not, I know on like the dark saber that. That black, like the, it, the dark it, saber, it, yeah, is that very one. tough. Also. So it's one of those two. Definitely, if I'm going red, it has to be in the style of like Kylo Ren's. But if not, the dark saber, like a standard like lightsaber, like as the dark saber instead of like the more like oh, sword esque version, would be that, tough. That so that's yeah, I'll going. add to it. I'll add to it. Like what style also? Okay. So it's your color and the style. Yeah, because like the dark saber is more like. Not even like a standard lightsaber. It kind of like curves almost like yeah. an actual like sword. Like but a like, sword. Yeah, but I would want just that like energy, like that exact yeah. styling, but in a standard like lightsaber. That would be tough. Yeah, That's that why I want fire. that. Green's my favorite color, but I'm probably going just Mace Windu's lightsaber is my favorite. I'm going Mace Windu purple. Purple. Respectable. So, yep. Still can't get over. That's the only way he'd sign. Like one of the well, one of the biggest conditions for him to sign was that he get his own color yeah. lightsaber. Yeah. What color can I get? What do you want? Purple. He's like, sure. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> <laughs> only, only one with it too. No background characters running with this color. No. Only me. And they made it into like Mace Windu like channels like the dark sideways fighting. So that's cool between the red and the, the blue. blue. Yeah. So it makes purple. Cool. What's the answer to your own question? Uh, I'm going red and I'm dual wielding them. Dual wielding? Mm-hmm. Like are you do you mean like you're going like No, I'm going Darth like, Maul or like this chick. Okay, so two red. Okay. Ahsoka. Two red, Ahsoka. Yeah. Nice. Um, leave your answer in the comments Ask below. Him. Which lightsaber color and style would you wield if you were allowed to. Um, <laughs> that is it. Real. <laughs> if they were real. Um, that is it for episode eight, though. We thank you all for watching and listening. Please check out our website, www.culturebubs.weebly.com. Subscribe and follow the social links below, and we will talk to you all soon. Peace. Peace.